0: Get in the know, nonstop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and ScoreNorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company.
2: There's a term called Minnesota nice. People are very pleasant and they're very cordial. Kirk Cousins is a perfect Viking quarterback. He's Minnesota nice. I wish he was Boston angry and New York tough and had the ego of somebody in Dallas and L.A. cool. But he's not. He's a nice guy. Uh, he always makes plays, but never the play. And so, on fourth and eight, when he goes to an underneath tight end route against man to man for a veteran quarterback, it's just something you should never throw. <laughs> that is a useless play. So predictable, it hurts. But this is what we've had with Kirk Cousins for eight years. He makes plays, never the play.
0: What do you What do you think of that from from Colin Cowherd? That he makes plays. I heard a longer edition of that rant too, where he talks about. I mean, look at his box score. Every game is like this. Look at his box score, but then look at his look at his teams. And now the the defense back to that would be right, but he's been saddled the last couple of years for sure with some pretty bad defenses, including on you
1: know Sunday against the Giants. But right. he
0: makes plays, but he doesn't make the play. Is that a fair characterization?
1: Um, you know what it felt like during the course of. The regular season, he actually made the play quite a few times because you don't come back in the fourth quarter eight times without making the play. But when faced with the greatest challenge of the 2022 season, which inevitably was going to come in the playoffs, and it should have, yeah, he reverted back. And and look, I I mean, I think O'Connell was as diplomatic as possible, and it's partially on O'Connell too, but he tried as hard as he could to say, I'm shocked he made that pass. Like, yes. he stopped himself. He, he was not going to criticize Kirk, but his words were loud and clear, which is that ball has to go down the field. And, I, you know, it's funny. On Twitter yesterday, I got a still shot of the guy of the Giants defender about to hit Kirk, and it's like, what's he supposed to do? It, it's never supposed to get to that. The ball has to, has to be out before that. I don't care what the pressure is.
0: Yeah, he had, well, and and we've got a million things we're going to get to on today's show, by the way. This is Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment, where we just want the Vikings to win a dang Super Bowl before we die. And now we uh, turn the page and look ahead to the 2023 season, which is what this week is all about, largely autopsy of what happened. How can they get better? What's the checklist? We'll go through some potential cap casualties on the show today. Uh, The show is presented by our friends at TCL which is one of the world's best-selling consumer electronics brands. They have a new lineup of award-winning TVs delivering the most entertainment with stunning resolution, all at an affordable cost. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Before I'll, I'll put a bow on that point in a second, but also cheers to our friends at Surly, helping us ride the roller coaster with delicious adult beverages this
1: season, Judd. The season's done, Phil and Dex, but you know what? The mission is only starting again for 2023, and that is the, the long-stated goal on this show of before I die, I want to see a Vikings Super Bowl championship. And guess what? Our friends at Surly, they're not done. They're not done at, at all because they not only offer a wide variety of great beers, but before I die, let's just say I'm hearing rumblings. It's coming back better than ever. My char- So gear char- up. Char- char- so, sh- Gear up for the 2023 season with a surly brewing product of some sort. And then show us your cans on Twitter.
0: Yes. Um, if, if there was a pie chart of blame for that fourth and eight play that the whole country is talking about, Kurt Warner did a big like seven-minute breakdown on his YouTube channel that, that that's great. I do think Kevin O'Connell deserves a slice of pie for questionable play design. Um, Delvin Cook and left side of the offensive line – doing a bad job in their responsibilities, as some other people have pointed out through film study and Kirk. It's kinda of, you know, there's there's three slices to go around. What Kurt Warner said, and I I tend to lean toward the Hall of Fame quarterback when he breaks down film and he does a great job. He said because Hawkinson was chipping, Hawkinson was asked to chip the defensive end, which means he's not you can't chip and also get out like ten yards on an out route Mm -hmm. unless there's crazy good protection. So it was kind of a chip and then a bailout choice route that wasn't really ever supposed to be part of the plan. It was just, it was literally just like a bailout option and you know, if he's not covered, maybe you get lucky. What Warner said was, as you're scanning here, Hawkinson's not an option feeling before the ball is snapped. Isn't really an option because you're on the right hash and he's running He's running a route like all the way on the left side by the numbers. It's just too far of a throw. It's it's just a low percent throw. So he said Jefferson's your first read. If mm-hmm. you feel uncomfortable throwing it into double coverage, which I don't know that you should, but if you do, he said KJ Osborne coming over the middle is your second read on that play. That's what Kurt Warner said.
1: Yeah, I think that's exactly so I think right. That
0: kind of puts it to bed.
1: But. Yes. So so Hawk chipped and released. Yeah. But when you but that that doesn't give you enough time to get to the sticks so yeah and and look it wasn't I don't love the design because I don't think that in a situation like that with a quarterback like that that uh that's the greatest design but you know what the thing is you guys the thing is this O'Connell had developed a trust in Kirk where he fully in that play trusted him and he learned a lesson that's been learned before which is if you do that there are consequences depending on the situation and predicament now, despite
0: all of this chatter about the fourth and A play, defense is the reason why they gave up so many points, obviously. The season defense is the I think defense is the biggest elephant in the room for this team the last couple of years. And defense is where a lot of bloated, aging players and contracts uh reside. And that kind of carries us into another big off season discussion here. We gave you yesterday we gave you kind of the we gave you two episodes on Purple Daily. We gave you the pie chart of blame from the playoff loss, and we gave you the hottest takes, and we gave you 11 potential defensive coordinator replacements should they decide to go in that direction. And today, Judd, you're going to lead this here, possible cap casualties. So here's the conundrum. The Vikings estimated cap space right now. And the way they calculate this is they take your top 51 players. Right, they take calculator. every team's top 51 players because ultimately, like throughout the offseason, the rosters blowed up to like 90 and there's practice squad and all this stuff. So they just say, all right, let's forget about all the, the extra players. Who are your top 51 highest paid players? Those are the guys that count toward your cap figure. Mm-hmm. The Vikings estimated cap space. Right now is negative $8 million. Yep. And that figure does not include free agents. Garrett Bradbury, Patrick Peterson, Chandon Sullivan. You can laugh, but he is your starting slot cornerback. Duke Shelley or Alex Madison or a backup quarterback, by the way, because Nick Mullins is a free agent. Mm-hmm. So. So, based on the players that are currently on your roster, not including Garrett Bradbury, Patrick Peterson, Chandon Sullivan, Duke Shelley, Alex Madison, you are eight million dollars over the salary cap. Whew! So, Quasi, as you're trying to figure out, okay, how can you guard against close game regression? Right, you're probably not going to go eleven and zero and one score games again as you try to make this thing better going forward. You need some cap space. You only have four draft picks too, so it's not like you can just. All right, we got 15 draft picks. Like a couple of years ago, we can just load up on young players and go that direction. You do have some young players that you could get back healthy that could contribute. But yeah. um, Judd, I I give the the floor to you here. Take your take your pen, your pencil, your eraser,
1: whatever. How do how do we create cap space that, for huh? the Vikings? Old school. Wrote it down yesterday. Sat down and so. I've got seven names here. And and we cutting seven players, players. or are we just discussing. No, no, so, okay. we're gonna discuss seven players. We're in okay. the room a T C O. Nice mahogany table. Ooh. Mahogany. Coffees coffee, some some Pops Pops coffee? Play. Is there is there tea, tea for Phil? More more of a, more of a more tea green guy. tea guy. We're the Minnesota Vikings. We'll some, we can do whatever we we'll have some want. Some green tea okay. options. Just,
2: is it a
0: green tea or a black just, tea guy for Phil? Do just whatever uh, you want. Whatever you have, but I'm, I'm more of a green tea guy. But we're not
1: whatever we have. We have everything because we're the Vikings. Okay. Like we're like we're going to Whole Foods. We're going to the best places available. We're getting the mo- the best stuff. Okay. So we got it all on the table. More of a Trader table.
0: Joe's guy, <laughs> guy myself. But whatever,
1: whatever, my <laughs> well, if You want to go to Trader Joe's? That's fine. But you know what? I'm just I'm going top shelf for you. All right, so I have seven names here that we're going to discuss. And and just to be clear, the one parameter is this. I am not going to do the post-June 1st cuts. I'm going to do them all before June 1st because I'm trying to create wow, cap space for March. Okay. Because okay? So you want to win now. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So and, and the post-June 1st thing, I think, can get confusing. Yeah. So yeah. we're talking about how can when – oh, God, I love this time of year – when the new league year starts – How can we hit the ground running? Yeah. And I just, cause I
0: I think some people might be getting into the weeds on this as fans for the first time. We love getting into the weeds on this show in the off season. So we're going to talk a lot about cap numbers and restructures and different terminology. We aren't genius experts ourselves, but we will try to explain for casual fans. that are just getting into the weeds for the first time. We will try to over explain some of this stuff. So, When Judd says pre and post June 1st, basically the NFL uses June 1st as a as a contractual fork in the road for if you were to trade or cut a player after June 1st, you would get oftentimes much more of uh, more cap savings that you could allocate toward whatever you want to. The problem is free agency starts three months before that, so now you could sometimes players are cut. With a designation of June first, right? So that that's where it gets a little confusing too. But right, you're talking about if we're going to cut players or trade them, it's it's going to be before the league year starts or
1: right after yep. the league year starts. So yep. just to, just to clarify that. Yep. Just to keep keep this as uh, simple as possible. And the last okay. option that we will have to, to discuss too are restructures. So we can restructure contracts as long as the player and his agent agree. Actually, uh, you if-
0: you can restructure without. The agent approving.
1: Well, there are some there are some contracts that have that written in, but that is definitely an option in at least one case. And let's get to him. Let's get to him right away, because I hear he's from here. Thirty-two year old, slowed down, still has good hands. Adam Thielen. All right. So just here are the here are the three immediate things that we need to go through for each player. 2023 cap, it is scheduled to be $19.967 million. Substantial second,
0: second highest on the team.
1: Yep. Dead money cut pre-June 1st. So if I cut him, this means that I absorb this on my cap with no payoff. I just have to swallow hard and accept it is $13.6 million. And that means I save $6.4 million which is a nice saving, but the dead cap hit does me no good. Yeah. Um, I The only way I see this as being a viable potential situation, and this might be why his wife actually so, sort of said uh, potentially peace out to the state, is a restructure. I think you need to restructure. I, I don't think, like I don't, personally I would cut him if I could, but do you want the 13.6 mil? on your cap, just sitting there. Here's the problem.
0: So what you, what you could do is. And a restructure usually is taking a player's base salary, which for him would be $12 million, turning it into a bonus. And then you amortize that over the length of the contract, which I think, I think you can do that across a void year too. So he has two years left of base salary and then a third void year per the last time they redid his contract. So what you would be doing effectively is you have two options with Thielen. You could cut him and like you said, eat a ton of money. You would be you would still be eating fourteen million of the almost twenty million he's owed. You'd only save six. Or you could save like nine or ten million dollars by converting his base salary into a bonus, but you'd also then be bloating the cap money in two thousand twenty. You'd be paying more to the cap for Thielen in two thousand twenty four and two thousand twenty five. Mm -hmm. so the options here for a guy that's 32 years old aging can't create separation is not a number two receiver
1: anymore the options are meh and basically yeah so i will take you guys back to march of 2015 when another not a local kid but a guy very much along the lines of thielen played for the vikings linebacker chad greenway okay in March of 2015, the Vikings called Chad in and said, "Dude, you know what? We love you still. Like you are, you should be a lifelong Viking, but we ain't gonna pay you what you're scheduled to make." Um, they reduced his base salary from seven million dollars to three point four. Uh, gave him one mil in guaranteed, and then another potential at the time, and he probably reached this six hundred thousand dollars from bonuses. So I I really think that this is the like if this is gonna work I think that that is probably it sounds harsh but that's probably the most realistic path to making something work because I just can't see this guy's cap hit being that big and being worth it
0: yeah so okay so what do you do do you do you just rip the bandit off and cut him and say goodbye because you you can't you probably can't trade him at this point no 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 he's untradeable or do you restructure push cap money into future years and get Get even more relief. Instead of getting six million dollars in relief by cutting him, you get nine or ten million dollars. The overall cap is going to be two hundred some.
1: Yep. Dex,
0: what say you? If you restructure him, he would still be on the team. I want to make that clear. Yep.
2: Yes. Man, I think uh, I want to cut him, but that's just thirteen million in dead money, and I don't want to accumulate throughout this whole process. And even I'm on over the cap right now. I don't want to be having a large you're going to pay some people in your in your dead money. I don't want like 25 35 million of just money sitting there that yep. you're paying people not to play for you. It just it's, it's a waste of cap space to me. So I, I would like to restructure him, but then what is that? Are we still going to we're still have to pay the piper down the road too? So I'm Correct. trying to You try would to, be
0: put, you would be putting more money into 2024 and 2025 in terms of like dead cap. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: But, but I'm smoothing it out a little bit by doing that and not taking the immediate massive 13 plus mil okay. cap hit.
2: So you would restructure. Yeah, yeah, I probably I'm I w- restructuring. I'd probably get a restructure. That's probably exactly what I would do. Mm.
0: Yeah, I'm restructuring. I, I, I'm, I'm trying to smooth dude. it out a little bit. He's my he would be a and he he'd still be on the team. Yeah, but I but it, it, it in a much reduced role. It's possible he might also say, I don't want to, I'm not going to, if you guys are going to go draft a receiver too, and I don't want to be your number four receiver, but I don't know. So let's say, okay, let's call it a restructure. And according to Over the Cap, a restructure of Adam Thielen would save you about $8 million in cap space for 2023, okay? So I will keep track of this.
1: Okay. On to another veteran of what? Viking guy who's been with Vikings, I think, one more year than Thielen, which is 33-year-old Harrison Smith. 2023 cap hit is $19.1 million. The dead money, if you cut him, is $11.7 million. The cap savings, then, are seven point four. Now, he has no guaranteed money left. So, like, you wouldn't have to technically pay him, but you would, again, be paying the Piper with another potentially massive cap hit.
0: Another guy, this is where, how much, how much do you want to just this keep kicking the can down the road? He's, he's still a good player. Yeah. yeah, He's no longer an elite all-pro player, but he's still a good player. Yes. He does have, so the longer the length of the contract, the more flexibility you have to, to restructure a guy. And again, restructuring basically means taking cap money from this year, pushing it into future years, dealing with it later, basically. But dealing with it later with a 33, soon-to-be 34-year-old safety is not great. If if you're looking at some point, like, look what the Bears finally said. Enough! Enough! (laughs) We're not going to do this anymore. And the last couple seasons, they've just cleaned out their books for 2023, and now they have over $100 million in cap space to spend on free agents. So, again, if you're just desperately looking to create cap space for this upcoming season... A restructure of Harrison Smith would save you, drumroll, $10 million to the salary cap for this year. But it would push more money, likely dead money, because he wouldn't be... I don't, I'm guessing you're not going to keep extending him. So you're, there's a good chance you'd be paying cap penalties without having a productive Harrison Smith beyond 2023. So how much do you... This how is, much do you? How much do I you, you want to continue to clear space for now? To uh huh, that's the conundrum here. I think you restructure here. <laughs> I See, think you restructure.
1: I'm,
0: not, I'm paying him.
2: You're, um, you're just going to pay him the the number. No restructuring. I'm just going to
1: pay. I'm going to pay him because then I can. Because if I if I restructure a lot of guys, to Phil's point and your point, Dex. Now I'm just pushing cap. I, I'm trying to smooth things out as much as possible, but I don't want to create a huge penalty. And I think Phil said the key thing. Harrison Smith is not the same player by any means that he once was. But, like, if I'm looking at who I'm trying to, for lack of a better term, manipulate their contracts, okay? Yeah. Thielen's I really want to because I think he's cooked. <laughs> um, I'll take him back, but I think he's he's really close to being cooked. Harrison Smith still brings you something on it, that back end. And I do think that 2023 then would be his last year here. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to bring him back. Uh, and bite the bullet with Harrison Smith.
0: This is so tough, man. This is so tough. There's yeah. also, there's also half a chance he could just be a good, solid player still for another couple years. You know, like Eric Weddle came back off his couch and was pretty good, you know, 34, 35 years old. Safety is a position where you can, I mean, wasn't Charles Woodson really good until he was like 38, moving oh God, from yeah. cornerback to safety? Yeah. So, um, I am, uh, A lot of this depends. Are you going to try and go all in again in 2023? Because there's a lot of these. Okay. There's a couple other contracts you could tap if you really want to clear space for 2023 and keep shoving money into the future. If I'm I'm all in for 2023, I am restructuring Harrison Smith,
1: dealing with it later. I agree. Let's just say this. (laughs) Let's say I think the owners want to be competitive continually, but they also have to be. They also have to be semi realistic right now about where where things stand. I just yeah. I don't like I don't like the thought of restructuring everyone because then I'm just creating problems down the road. If I restructure Thielen and smooth that cap hit out eventually, but now I'm restructuring Harrison Smith, well then well, I'm then, just throwing but, it all But Harrison the...
0: Smith's more productive than Adam yeah, Thielen is at age thirty two. Wouldn't you rather do it the other way around? Wouldn't you rather just bite the bullet on Thielen, no. cut him, save the six? And restructure Harrison, who might have a chance to still be a starting player the next two
1: years? Boy. I'd rather do that, what Phil's saying. Yeah, no, I get what Phil's saying. I just don't. Uh, let's I do don't it this so. way,
0: okay? Let, let me do it this way. What if, all right, this is, oh, man. All yeah. right, uh, Over the Cap has a cap calculator that you can oh, just tinker around the all this stuff. Oh, dude. What yeah, I, I'm on that right now. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, so we're going to undo these moves real quick here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's go back here. Undo this. All right, so the Vikings, if they were to cut Adam Thielen Uh pre June uh, June first, all right, we're going to cut him. Well, sorry, I just did Kirk on accident. (laughs) It was like, whoa, no, that's no, that's not good. That's not, that's not classic Mackie. Classic Mackie cutting Kirk Cousins. Okay, so you would save about uh, six million dollars. Yeah, we already knew this. Six, you save about six and a half million on Thielen if you cut him. And then if you restructure Harrison, mm-hmm. okay. Okay, we're gonna click that. There, there, that's another uh, nine yep. million in savings there. So cutting Thielen and restructuring Harrison frees up about sixteen million dollars in cap space. And you would be you would be sort of I think you'd be then committing to Harrison Smith for probably two more years, but you would be done with Thielen. Paying some penalty, but you'd be done with dealing a player that you think is washed.
1: So I've I've accelerated now with that move thirteen approximately thirteen and a half million onto my two thousand twenty-three cap. Dead money, I should say.
0: For Thielen, yes. Yeah, okay. But you're just you're just biting the bullet. It's a bit you swallow hard in two thousand twenty three on Thielen and you and but but this is you're gonna have to swallow hard at some point, whether it's this year, next oh, yeah. year, Because like, yeah. the problem is if you restructure Well, now you're going to swallow hard in 2024, right? Because you're pushing
1: money in the future. Absolutely. Can we do that instead? Yep. Sure, sure. So let's keep going. Let's keep going because the next guy gets – is a very simple one. This should be a quick conversation to me. He had a great first half of the season in his inaugural year as a Viking, but this 30-year-old rush and rush linebacker – Zadarius Smith showed yeah. his age once yeah. he got banged up. Later. Two thousand twenty-three cap hit scheduled to be sixteen point nine nine million dollars. Dead money, if I cut him, is only three point three million, and I save thirteen point seven million to the cap. Yeah, this one's a tough, to me man. no brainer. I'm with Jeff. He's gone. Goodbye.
0: He was so good. If I if I could get the first eight games, Zadarius, dude, he had I think one pressure against the Giants, maybe none in that game. He's yeah. just been a non-factor for like the last two two and a half months. He's thirty-one. Some of it's injury. <sighs> yeah, I, it, it was a great first half, but I, I say it's, goodbye here. No this problem. one's very. I'm this reading, one's yeah. very simple. Yep. Yeah, it, it's tough. I, it, yeah, the idea of Zadarius and, yeah. and Daniil Hunter, it, we saw it play out the first half of the season, but at, at some point, you know, five of your defensive starters are over the age of thirty. You you got to get younger and healthier. He's got back, knee. I'm with you guys. I think he just straight-up cut him,
1: unfortunately. And keep in mind, too, there, there, is a, there has to be an off chance that they're going to switch back to a 4-3. Yeah. So he doesn't fit in a 4-3. So, like, all signs are, thank you very much. See you later. All right. All right so we're, uh, we're cutting him.
0: And so now, hey, wow, congratulations, you guys. We are mm-hmm. under the cap. The Vikings now have $8 yeah. million dollars in cap space, which will, I don't know, that will get you... I'll get you like a we'll get you like a Harrison Phillips type player you know you're not gonna get a star for no you're gonna money. get a plus you need some of that money to sign like your sure. first round draft pick and yeah yeah,
1: yeah we're yeah. not we are we're creating space but as of right now in this exercise we are nowhere near like our desired goal well let's keep going then all right all
0: this right is, I think this is the time where we would if we were Quasi and Kevin O'Connell in the scouting department I think we would We'd like take a bathroom break now. Maybe get a bag, get a bagel let's or something. Lunch. We, are we ordering lunch let's, so we can do a working lunch? Or are we?
1: We're gonna do a working lunch. Okay. From a really high end. I mean, we're we're going. Are we doing like Murray's or JD
0: Hoyt's or something? Manny's Murray's. How about some uh, some, some Monte Carlo?
1: Dry Except for wings. me, I'm going Park Tavern. But that's just me. <laughs> I'm calling my friends at Park Tavern. But that's just me.
0: And then, actually, uh, just to be sure that everything is on the up and up, you're going to consult with your, your Livia plan, Jeff, which you should tell the audience about right now.
1: That's exactly right, because that is the most important consultation that you can possibly have. Livia Weight Control Center has helped me drop a 40 pounds. In fact, if you look at the guy on the left and the guy on the right, and you're saying sports is are those both you? I mean, one looks like Clooney, and one looks like, um, I don't know, a much fatter Clooney. Yes, that is me because I <laughs> dropped that weight and you can do the same thing too. And guess what? It's not a quick fix. It's a long-term solution to a, what's been a problem for a lot of us. And right now, if you contact them and say, you know what? I saw that ad from Judd. I want the Judd offer. Guess what? You're going to get 50% off the program, but you got to say Judd and score North to get that 855 go Livia, Livia.com. dot acom If you want the new you for the new year. A shout-out to our business owner friends out there. If you run
0: a business and you're looking for just a better guiding hand as an insurance company, Federated Mutual Insurance Company has been around for over 100 years, acting as a great offensive line for your business, looking out on the horizon, helping you manage risk, just helping you in general ride the roller coaster that can be running a business in 2023. Federatedinsurance.com. To find out more information, and remember, at Federated, it's our business to protect yours. Okay, onward we go here. All right. So to this point, we have we have cut Adam Thielen. We tip our caps. We will schedule a Ring of Honor celebration at some point. We have restructured Harrison Smith because he still has gas left in the tank, and we have said goodbye and thank you to Cedarius Smith. You you did a great job. You did whatever you could with those knees and that back, and we thank you for one year of uh, of. Relatively good high-end edge rushing player. One like, half season. It, so, is yep.
2: Harrison Smith's cap number for you feel down to nine point seven million? Um, is that what you have him at? Yep. Okay. So nine
0: point seven million dollars for two thousand twenty. Okay. So, down from
2: nineteen. And then if we cut Zedarius, Darius, I only have the cap space at four point nine. So where are you seeing the eight?
0: <laughs> okay. So we have uh, we have we have cut Adam Thielen pre June one. Mm-hmm. We have restructured Harrison Smith. Mm-hmm. And we have cut Zadarius Smith, mm-hmm. and so on over the cap. It's telling me eight million dollars in oh, okay above for me. It says it says four point nine. That's right. Oh, you know what? <laughs> you look at the wrong one? Oh, I found something. Sorry, I I I was tinkering with this tool last night. I uh I cut CJ Ham last night. Oh it was still on wow! My calculator. <laughs> He's a 30-year-old fullback who played, like, 180 what? snaps. He played, like, God, 10 you snaps hate a the game. Local,
1: you hate all the local guys. Right, sorry, right, I'll un-
0: sure. I will undo the cutting of right. C.J. Ham for now. And, yes, and so now we are right? back to, yeah. All right, we well, clarified that. Accurate information. There,
1: though. Accurate information. Uh, yeah, my source telling me. Uh, all right, number four on my list of difficult conversations for breakfast, lunch, and dinner is 27-year-old Dalvin Cook, 2023 cap it. 14.1 million dollars if he's cut dead dead money on the cap 6.2 mil and cap savings 7.9 mil I want to cut him
0: no can I present a different solution I think you could get a late draft pick for him okay I don't think fine. he he is not the, as um, cooked as Thielen could you get the
1: the Vikings ha- the Vikings have four draft picks nope, could you get a six round fine. pick or I something love it if you can get a draft pick, Quasi, you do it. Um, what what is his? If, if you trade him, does the does the parameters on the uh, on the dead and, and cap savings change?
0: So let's see here: a trade, uh, a, a trade pre June first would be uh, six point two in dead, okay, nearly same. nearly eight in savings. Okay,
1: same as a. Same. So
0: yes. What do you Love think it. you could get if you floated Dalvin? He's you know, he's going to be twenty eight years old. Oh, he still, he still,
1: he still has a little gas he in might, the tank. He might be able to get a fourth. Yeah, I think this Maybe was it though. Like a it fifth? felt like this was it. Maybe a fourth with like... a
2: conditional coming up to something. I don't know.
1: You know what? How how about this? A fifth with a conditional with with it being bumping up to a fourth if he rushes for a thousand, thousand yards, yards touches, oh, perfect. touches
2: perfect. okay, something perfect. like that. Games
1: played. Right, so traded Dalvin he... Cook.
0: Traded yep. Dalvin nope, Cook.
1: That's way better, Phil. All right. And now
0: uh, now we have nearly $13 million in cap space here, boys. Okay. okay?
1: Now so we're, we're now, plugging
0: along. Now keep in mind, too. If now we don't have any running backs, though. That's what so I was going to say. <laughs> if
1: you trade Cook, are, are you bringing <laughs> Madison back? Uh, Drafting one. Because he doesn't count against the cap now. Are you just uh, trying to draft a slappy? Are you going to just go sign a Cam Dude, Akers? I,
0: I'm rolling right now. I'm rolling with Ty Chandler. Ty Chandler. Kane okay. Wangwu can get a couple snaps here and there, and I am probably drafting another running back in yep. like the fifth round. Okay. Yep. Or and there's gotta be, there's some free agents out there. You can you can always find there's actually a ton of free agent running backs this year. So you could just go get a guy, a guy that has played
1: yeah. in a running. Yes,
2: Latavius Murray type that you got like yep. five years For ago. For like three yep.
1: million dollars or yep. something. Yep. Okay. All right. So okay. we, we are all basically, it sounds like on the same page when it comes to running back and Dalvin Cook. All right, the um Uh, The fifth guy on my list of seven, Daniil Hunter. He's 28. 2023 cap hit is scheduled to be $13.1 million. Dead money cut pre-June 1st, which, of course, is the exercise that we are doing in this, would be $18.9 million. So you would lose money on the deal, right? Yes, you would. Yes, you would. And that's the thing is. Um, And and this is going... And he has, I believe, two void years on the contract after two thousand twenty-three. So this, in essence, is the last season of his contract. Um, and he has no more guaranteed money left, right? So you have right. to, you have to like do an extension with him or something, yep. don't you? So that's the question. Yes, yes, yes. You would not restructure him so much as as you would restructure to extend. Uh,
0: so you, this is actually good. I would. Uh, well, let, let me ask you this: He's twenty-nine. He was top 10 in the league in pressures. He did get to double-digit sacks. He played a, his first healthy season in three years. Yes. Do you want him around for like two or three more seasons? Would you look
1: to extend Neil Hunter? Uh, quite possibly, yes. Here's the thing that I, I would also say. If KOC is not in the room right now, I would call his secretary and say... Have Kevin come down here. No, he's probably there. They are
0: administrative assistants in 2023. You politically incorrect.
1: Well, it's a man or woman. I don't care. I didn't say it was a woman. I just said secretary. (laughs) It's a secretary. It can be a man or a woman, okay? There is nothing wrong with being a secretary.
0: An administrative assistant.
1: uh, Okay, whatever. Um, (laughs) Daniel Hunter, here's what I would say to Kevin. I would say, Kevin, I think part of what we're going to do in replacing Ed, because you have fired Mr. Donatel, right? Is, I would ask this question. How can we feature Daniel Hunter again as prominently as possible in our defense in 2023? Yeah. And here's why. He had a good year. Just as importantly, after two years of of basically being hurt, he came back and proved that he could stay Healthy, he's not thirty yet, which is important. And I really think that he's the type of guy that you build around. Like you don't, it's it it was clear, and I was wrong. I thought that he'd fit in the three or four perfectly, but he didn't. And you know, the question is not what can we do that Daniel has to do. It's what can we do to feature a guy who is a special player. So yes, I would be comfortable with like going two more years out with him to create some space, but also create security that he knows he's going to play a prominent role in which he's going to be featured in my defense.
0: I'm trying to figure out what his contract would even look like. I'm trying to find a comp. I mean, so other edge rushers, Bradley Chubb signed a multi-year extension. He's a couple years younger, though, than Daniil Hunter. I don't think you're going to put him out. He's not going to be up there at the top, top, just because of he's not quite the same guy that he was. Yep. But, but he might fight this. You're This is the hard part. You're going to have to find something well. that...
1: Lots of guys might fight what what we're trying to accomplish here, right? And like well, those are other conversations. Agents are going to come in, be pissed off at me. But we're probably looking at. I'm just going to say, and again, this
0: is probably lowballing him a little bit. Bradley Chubb's base salary is 19 million. He's a little younger, a little bit. You know, let's let's give Daniel an 18 million dollar base salary, and I'm willing to overpay a little if I think he's healthy because he plays a premium position. Yes. And then uh, we'll do a bonus. Actually, you know what? Yeah, let's do a. Uh, I don't know, a prorated bonus is called five. I don't know. This is so complicated. Um, that's a high cap number. What, what if we do, what, what if we just do this?
2: What if we just ride this out to Neil? You just keep him as is. You keep him at $13.1 million. You let him ride it out. You let him finish this contract. And then if you say goodbye once his contract's done, you say goodbye, you extend him in 2024, you can do that. I think the best way to do this is to keep him the same. Do not touch his contract. That's where I'm at.
0: I disagree. I think we should. Because, exp- I mean, you can't. Because, he doesn't have any. He doesn't have any guaranteed money. Here, here's he will my not, logic here. Here's he my, will not agree to do this.
2: Here, here's my logic here. Okay, so so he, if you just pay him as it is, he has a thirteen point one cap hit for this season, right? Thirteen point one cap hit
1: for twenty three for next season.
0: Yep, yes. yep. So if you cut but Dex, he has a, he has a base salary of seven of of four point nine million dollars. He will
1: not agree to do this.
2: Right. That's what I'm. I'm not saying you do anything with his contract. I
0: think you no, just
1: you keep him as is. Right, and Phil's saying that he then t- does not show up for training camp.
0: Correct. He will mm. he will tell you to go bleep yourself. Yes. And and hold going...
1: out and be pissed. That's and I'm, I'm going saying. back to a 4-3, and I'm going to accommodate him, too, and with what Phil is trying to do, create more cap space. Yeah. Like, our our whole goal here is to clear cap space as much as possible to help ourselves for 2023. So, real quick, all right, stick with me
0: here. What if it was, what if it was, I'm just, I'm just going to give him a deal that's kind of like the Bradley Chubb deal, all right, over like three years. I know it's easier for like the purposes of this exercise to just do whatever, but I think we should, I legitimately think we should do this like a front office would do it. That's why you're here. Yes. You are crunching it right now. (laughs) So, we're going to give him a $10 million signing bonus. I want We're steak give him a, for lunch, yes. A $9 oh, million dollar base salary, which is not quite what Bradley Chubbs is. Um, let's just see. And if 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 we have to do this by hand, too, we can do it. But the transaction here would be a multi-year extension for Daniil Hunter. And then uh, his cap number would bloat up to, like, $20 million for this year. But you could, you could also finagle that with a signing bonus. So yep. for for the we'll come back uh, we'll come back to that math wise later if we need to but unless Declan are you putting up a fight that you don't want him beyond 2022 or 23? I would probably just ride this out. That's where I'm at.
2: Yeah, I, but I, think, I understand he's not going. I understand the logic here that that yes he's right. probably going to see that hey I'm only going to make 13 million um, or actually yeah tw- uh, that that figure he's next not season
0: making 13 million which which I get he's making five. Yeah. yeah, that's what he's going to say.
1: With no the guarantee, ca- the,
0: the cap number is higher because the Vikings pushed some of it further right. out.
1: Just like that's what's happening here, right? Okay. And he and he also, I, I mean, a realistic thing too is this: if they're going to stick with a three-four, he might block. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. Like I, I mean, he didn't. I, I he had a good statistical year and PFF year, but he didn't look nearly as comfortable as I think he likes to look. Yeah. So there there's a whole there's a there's a Daniel episode conundrum here.
0: Okay, here's here's how we can compromise because I also think Declan's just trying to move the show along, which is a valid point. Let's do this. If you extend him, you could pretty easily keep his cap number at the same number that it's at. You would just give him money for the next 3 years. Okay. So let's ke- let's keep his cap number for the purposes of this exercise okay. at the number that it's at, which is uh 13 million dollar cap it for 2023. And assume that an extension would, yeah, would, it would be more in future years, but they would yep. keep it around the same for 2023. All right? All right. All right.
1: Okay. All right. The last two are going to be quick, easy, simple. One conversation is <laughs> going to be tough, but you know what? That's football. 30 year old Eric Kendricks, 2023 cap hit $11.4 million. Yeah. Dead money if you cut him 1.9. Cap savings, 9.5. 2023 is supposed to be in the last season of his contract, I flat out cut him. Yep. Again, Ring of Honor quite possibly. I don't know, but, you know, I think that's a, that has real potential. Uh, but I cut him.
2: Yeah. And, th- yeah, and that's agree. it. I don't Zero try to bring him back.
1: back. I don't try to back. bring him back. All right. And th- the last one, uh, same age as Kendrick's, his, his uh, partner at starting – Linebacker, thirty year old Jordan Hicks, another easy one. Two thousand twenty-three cap hit, six point five million dollars. Dead money one point five. Cap savings five. Uh next season is the last or is scheduled to be the last season of his contract. You're going to save five mil. Jordan Hicks, thank you very much. Goodbye. Yeah, any pushback decks? No. That's that's I easy. just saved 14.5. <laughs> like we just saved 14.5.
0: Yep. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna add CJ Ham here. Go okay, because he's a fine. he's a thirty year old fullback that's fine that played hundred eighty snaps and you can uh, save like three million dollars. He was a captain somewhere in there. All right. Yes, yes, I'm fine with that.
1: Okay. I didn't even think of that one. So yes.
0: So with those moves, so we just said goodbye to Adam Thielen, Zadarius Smith, Eric Hendricks, Jordan Hicks, Dalvin Cook, and also uh, C.J. Ham. That leaves the Vikings with. Thirty. We went from eight million over to thirty million under, mm-hmm. but it also leaves the Vikings without two starting inside linebackers, one starting edge rusher, two veteran running backs, a number two wide receiver, a starting center, and three starting cornerbacks. If you if Duke because Duke Shelley is a free agent, Patrick, Patrick Peterson is a free two. agent, Jason yes. Sullivan is a free agent. Yes. So
2: if you have thirty million in cap space right now. You fun. need you need what about eight for your draft class? Well,
0: actually, they only have a few draft picks, but let's assume eight million, right? Is that right? Typically, I think because they only have, I think the, the first round pick might be the only one that registers in the top fifty one. So it's it all be, slotted in. Yeah, yeah. We can we can double check what that slot number is, but it's probably le- a lot less than eight. Okay, than so let's idea, let's
2: call it five. Let's call it five. So that's now twenty five million in free agency that you have to spend to either re sign guys like Garrett Bradbury, re any or sign any free agent. So twenty five.
0: Are we comfortable? It's about twenty five million. Right now. I am not comfortable, and okay. I propose more moves, starting with this one. Brian O'Neill just signed a contract extension a couple, couple off seasons ago, right? So he's locked up through 2026 with a simple restructure, according to over the cap. You can you can take some of Brian O'Neal's cap hit from this year, take some of his, his uh, oh, wow. base salary, convert it to a bonus, smooth it out over yep. the next handful of years. Yep. Just a simple restructure for Brian O'Neill saves you, drum roll, an additional $10 million in cap space for 2023. Wow. They'll do that. Yep. Okay. They'll do that. So that gets you to $40 million in cap space. And I'll propose another one. We're going to have to do this one by hand probably, but uh, TJ Hawkinson has one year left on his contract and then he's a free agent. You definitely want to extend him, right? Yeah, absolutely. So his cap hit is nine point three million dollars for two thousand twenty-three. Mm-hmm. I think you offer him a multi-year contract extension, like a four or five-year extension. That he's he's only what twenty-six years old next year. Sign him through age thirty. Just get the rest of his prime, and by doing that, I don't know what the contract would look like exactly, but you probably take his cap hit from like nine point three million down to. Six or seven million for this year, or something like that. So you'd price, let's call it another uh, four million dollars in savings, or something. Mm -hmm. That gets you to forty-four million, and I will throw this out. That's like what we just did. Is that's about the most you could do to to get to yes a reasonable number in cap space, right?
1: Yeah, if you don't touch
0: the quarterbacks contract, that's what I want to bring up. If you were truly all in for 2023, you would do everything we just said, get rid of some of the aging players, create some space, and you would probably extend Kirk Cousins. He has a $36 million cap hit, which is among the highest in the NFL. It's like fifth or sixth highest. You could easily save another 10 to $15 million, depending on the structure of that contract, if you said, all right, let's lock in another two or three years of Kirk Cousins through like
1: age 37 if you wanted to yeah and that's going to come down to i think in large part the head coach he's seen he's seen it all now he's seen the good the bad the warts he's seen it all so on sunday um because that's going to become the issue is do you think that you can find a quarterback too to replace him on a rookie contract which which becomes great now here oh, so here's the I, I'm going to throw the real curveball into this world oh, right now. I'm oh, going to yeah. throw the smoke bomb in. This is the hand grenade of hand grenades, okay? Because I'm sure our PD family is saying right now, you guys aren't bringing up the Jefferson extension. Justin Jefferson's going to get a contract extension. That's true, he is. He's going to get a contract extension before next season, but he still has two years left on his rookie contract, which don't yeah. have. So what? what the Vikings will do is year four, they'll pay him. Year five, they'll exercise the option, which means in two years, Jefferson's extension, which is going to be Mammoth, kicks in. Now, to to reverse engineer this on Kirk, I think what you need to do is make sure that Kirk is not in the building in 2025. I don't think I can afford Jefferson and Cousins, like, like, because Kirk's not going to uh, take discounts. Oh, yeah, I'll play for less by then. Kirk's going to, Kirk's Kirk. He has broken the bank. He is a Hall of Fame negotiator. So what we need to be cognizant of and aware of as we do this is if we're going to do something with Kirk's contract, we need to bring it to a halt by the time Jefferson's contract, second contract kicks in. And that's our dilemma. But you can
0: also just straight up get out from underneath yeah. this contract by just, this is where I would be on Declan's side of like, just ride out. This is the guy I would ride out.
1: Yep. Just play the last year of his contract. No problem. I agree with that. US. Oh, no, I'm. I'm with Dex, too. But my point is, if you do extend him, yes, that can help you for the right now. But you could leave yourself completely screwed in 2025. So I'm with Dex as well. Yeah,
2: I, this is easy. If if we they indeed did all this stuff that we just laid out, and you have the $40 million in cap space, in 2024, you're sitting at $149 million in cap space. Like, I can still build a competitive team in 2023. I get out of the—now, I understand that the cap space is great. But now you have the biggest question mark at the most important position. So who the hell plays quarterback? I figured that out. I figured well, that's, that out. Yeah, and that's some why of that hired so, Kevin,
0: and some of that money. Yes, like some of that 2024 money would. Yeah, I'm sure there'd there. be other contractuals contractual. Yes. Like you're going to sign some free agents this right. year that would take some. But but yes, I think you ride it out. And then listen, if he plays lights out in the final year of his contract, and you decide, you know what, let's do it, let's do it again, okay? Like, but it, but you need to get to a year-to-year point with him, mm-hmm. so yep. that contract is no longer holding you hostage from building a monster roster. So here's my question now, okay? So with forty-four million, so let's say they don't touch Kirk's contract, with forty-four million dollars in cap space. Uh-huh. And only four draft picks. Let's call it five draft picks because we got a, a fifth-round pick or something for Dalvin Cook, right? Yep. How do you then go about filling two linebacker spots? I guess Brian Asamoah has to be one of them, and then you go sign another linebacker that's a little younger. Yep. You you don't have anyone to rush the quarterback beyond Daniel Hunter on this team. Patrick Jones, he was not getting pressures this year. DJ Wanham wasn't getting pressures, so... You got to go find a starting caliber edge rusher. Yep. Maybe in the first round of the draft. Yep. But those things, those don't just exist mm-hmm. on trees and free agency. You're down to no running backs of any experience, right? Tight, which is, I don't, that doesn't I'm, scare me as much.
1: I was going to say, I'm fine with that.
0: Ty Chandler, I'm come on down, man. You need a number two wide receiver, you need yeah. a starting center, and you need. Starting cornerbacks, because, again, Duke Shelley's a free agent, so you have to tap into that cap space to sign Duke Shelley back, Patrick Peterson back. Yep. A backup quarterback, Nick Mullins is a free agent. Is that enough resources to, to, to fill all of those things at a high level to continue marching forward in contention? You'd have to be damn near perfect across the board with those signings and draft picks, or hope that there's got, like, maybe Josh Metellus, can be more of a player for you this year. There's there's definitely
1: some well, guys that maybe Lewis Seen is back healthy or something. As a football guy, I'm going to tell you guys this right now, okay? You cap geeks. What I'm going to do is, and this is a, this is not, this is a very important thing. I'm switching back to a 4-3, okay? So I'm done with it. The 3-4 didn't fit my personnel at all, and I don't think I have a ton of 3-4 personnel now coming in. So I'm going back to a 4-3. Daniil has his hand in the ground at left end which is where he is a pro bowl player. Yeah. Uh that's where he's at his best. Dalvin Tomlinson, a big man, is back at nose tackle. Harrison Phillips is at 3 tech. I think that they're better off there. Um I would argue I would argue that if I sit down with the tape and watch tape from 2021 and 22, guys like Patrick Jones and Wanham are better suited to playing the end in a th- in a 4-3. Could be right. Yeah. So I think I'm better that's there. That's why they were drafted. Exactly right. In a 4-3, I can find linebackers. Um, I can find guys. I, I can draft one and develop them. Asamoah can play. Yeah. The corners are dicey, but because here's the thing. After watching Sunday's game, I'm not sure I'm bringing Patrick Peterson back. Um, He's also going to be
0: fairly expensive,
1: right? He's not going to come back
0: for $2 million.
1: The, the Giants attacked him very wisely, and he didn't exactly live up to the test. Uh, I think people were going at previously the Dantzlers and the Duke Shelleys and the Booths because Patrick's respected. But yeah. when but when you go at Patrick, I mean, I mean, don't forget, the first play of the season, if Christian Watson doesn't have butter on his hands, uh, he beats Patrick Peterson for a touchdown. Yeah. So the, the corners do concern me. But at some point in time, too, guess what? And this is where I'm not going to dump on Kwesi's first draft class, but I will say this, it needs to develop. Can Booth play? If Booth and and Evans can't play. If Dantzler can't play, that's not a crazy thing, but that's another young guy. So, like, you've got to make decisions as well.
0: Yeah. I mean, next year, your cornerback room, again, right now, the only guys under contract right now are Caleb Evans, Andrew Booth Jr., Cam Dantzler. Based, that, that, I mean, of the guys that played, those, those are the guys under contract for next year. Yep. And then... I think I think I look to bring Duke Shelley back because it's going to be he's not going to break the bank like he had five good right. games. I, I bring him that. back as depth. Yep. I mean, he he probably start start the season, and then I hope that Andrew Booth Jr. can stay healthy. I hope that s- some of the good things you saw from a Caleb Evans, although he was PFF hated him in coverage, um, but there were some flashes there. And then Cam Dantzler, we've seen in the past, can be a quality player. I think I almost feel like you've, you you got to pick one or two of these positions and just cross your fingers with yeah. young guys. Right? Yeah, it's not going to all work or, out
2: of all the players that you're going to sign and draft and trade. It's just... Right. Yeah. Or guess what?
1: You, you pick You pick one guy who's not going to be super expensive but w- will be expensive on the open market in March and sign him. Yeah. Like, do you sign a cornerback? Yeah. Do you sign a... Like, We we know this. I think you're going to try to get by on the cheaper side of things at running back, which you should. Linebacker. So, like, there are certain positions where, and and this is where Quasi, I think, is going to differ from Spielman quite a bit. You are going to put a priority, I think, more so on positions than actual players. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we could get this great running back. Okay, go away. I don't want that. I want to spend that on a number two receiver. I want to spend that on a cornerback. You know, I'm not going to spend that on a safety. So... All right. I want
0: to just real quick because we did promise the audience. Port-fall. Just real quick. Let's go. Uh, just a quick game of uh, Judd guesses the PFF grades from that game on. Sunday. All right. Yeah. Let's be quick here. I'll be as quick as possible. Twenty or more snaps. Who were the three best offensive players for the Vikings? Kirk Cousins.
1: Third best. Uh, d- 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 uh, Justin Jefferson didn't really do that much. That doesn't mean he can't grade out well. Uh, TJ Hawkinson. Number one. All right. I'm going to stick to what I do. I'm going to go with a lineman because it just feels like and it's fine, but it feels like there's always an old lineman in this mix. Um, Christian Derrissaw. Mm. I had a feeling that was going to be wrong. I had a feeling that was going to be wrong. Mm. Uh, um, he was fourth, by the way, so your radar was pretty close. Okay, that's good. That's good to know. Um, am I overthinking this? Could it have been Jefferson? I mean, he didn't do that much, but that doesn't mean that he would be knocked for it. Because I'm trying to think. Bradbury, Udo, Ingram, Cleveland got beat on that last one. That that leads me to believe it's probably not him. Total guess. Um, Justin Jefferson. I'll just say it. He's kind of mid middle of the pack. Okay, yeah, that that actually makes sense. One of his
0: worst graded season uh, games of the season, actually. And, am
1: I uh, sniffing around the right? Mm, not really. It's, not it's, really.
0: It's. I would say it's a uh, not a guy that we've seen here very often.
1: Hmm. Um. It.
0: But kind of, kind of fit, kind of fits in with what you thought was maybe going to happen.
1: Oh, okay, I um, think I got it. Johnny Mutt, thirteen personnel, baby. Thirteen personnel. I didn't 21 think he, snaps.
0: did. He play twenty one snaps. Irv Smith only played four snaps in that game. Yeah, and he dropped a pass. Mm. Good. Then he caught it. a touchdown too, right? He, he did wildly uh, up and down with those four snaps. All right, now we're looking for, again, uh, 20 snaps or more, the three best defensive players. Danielle Hunter.
1: Second best. Um, Duke Shelley. Third best unbelievable Look season, by I know way. dude it's nuts. congratulations kid it's insane <laughs> congratulations just a great season just a great story and then number so I've, I'm missing number one I thought Danielle would be number mm-hmm. one um a little surprised <sighs> by this one not gonna lie all right who who else could it be who, who I mean the defense was so awful mm-hmm it was just so bad. I can't imagine it's a linebacker. Those guys were chasing people all day long. It didn't feel like that was good. Safety, maybe? Seeing if I can get Phil to flinch. Jump offside. <laughs> um, false start. All right, I'm going to go with the safety. Harrison Smith. Good, because he felt uh it fifth felt, worst grade play It, man, it felt mean. like he didn't play well. Um Dalvin Tomlinson. Middle of the pack. Down to one left. Down to one left that you were surprised by. Okay, it can't be Shannon Sullivan. It can't be Patrick Peterson. He was chasing people all day. Could. They can't him, maybe, but I don't think he had that good a year. Um, Harrison Phillips. Harrison Phillips. It's a good guess, but he was. I, I said it with a lot of confidence, so it sounded. Yeah. Uh,
0: is Darius Smith, despite only having two oh, pressures God. in that game. I, he did okay. have a couple stops. Never would have gotten it. The three worst graded players were Chandon Sullivan, Eric Kendricks, and Patrick Peterson, three guys that probably aren't back next year. Chandon Sullivan, bye-bye. Yeah, dude, that was you got not, a good, not a good deal for them. So um, there it is. Judd guesses the PFF grades. Nice job, all season, Judd. So our cap today third test. was what
1: Phil by the end of the show forty
0: four million dollars. I will save this for us too, so we kind of know. Okay. Uh, and a shout out to our friends at Prize Picks too. The easy way to play daily fantasy: you pick between two and five players and an over/under on their projections. You can win up to ten times on any entry. Saw someone send in, uh, I think it was a little thousand dollar ticket yesterday on nice. the old uh, Prize Pick. So nice job. And uh, you can run mixed sports entries as well. It's a good time to play fantasy. Promo code North. Promo code North and Price Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. And uh, that's how you can let them know that we sent you. PricePicks.com and the Price Picks app. All right. Good job, front office. Nice job, Declan, our capologist. Judd, our general manager. And lunch. Whatever <laughs> I am. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> We're waiting on lunch you, still. You are the administrative assistant. That's what I am. Yep. All right. Uh, more Vikings talk on Mackie and Judd today, too. See you guys.